This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Guess what? Your Career is Calling. Wanda Ellett is here to make sure you're on the road to success to your dream job. With Your Career is Calling, get the empowerment and tips you need to get going in the tough business world. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ride University. Next job is on the other end, so let's get to this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Good morning. You are listening to a very special edition of Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett at Ryder University's radio station 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. And we are in the Killarney Public House studio. Actually, we're not in the Killarney Public House studio. We are on Zoom and we're doing a pre-record because we're trying to maintain social distance and, and really trying to honor everything that is going on in the current conditions. But Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business, the CEO of Me, Inc. And I'm here for the next hour um, and with our producer, Anthony Calasano. And um, also, I'm very honored to have with me today uh, the man, the myth, the legend that was mentioned and given a shout out from last week's guest, Jake, uh, I, uh, Jake the producer. Uh, he mentioned the man, the myth, the legend, John Moses. John, are you with me? Yep. How you doing, Wanda? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Just how loving staying at home. <laughs> <laughs> how are you surviving the COVID? Uh, you know what? I, I have, uh, I'm, a, I'm a very adaptable person. Um, and um, so I have adapted to this lifestyle. Begrudgingly, but I have adapted to it. So I, um, I've literally hardly gone out of the house at all. Um, I order all my groceries online, everything else online. I now, I, I've gone from a, a single dad who would be like, hey kids, what do you want for dinner? I'll stop at the store and pick it up. To now planning four weeks in advance. Um, oh, that's with you. Like <laughs> everything, everything in the house that we need um, so we don't have to go out that much or, or do whatever. So, um, so it's been a, a new way of, um, living, but um, you know, we're making the most of it. I'm not doing all those corny things like forced game night though and stuff like that. Like, you know, we just, you know, we're just in, you know, enjoying each other's company and working and going to school and all that stuff like that that you would normally do. Just we're just doing it together now. Yeah, but you always were like that. You know, that's that's what you do. You know, uh, that's you know, listening how you are with your kids. You're a very dedicated dad. And for people who don't know who John Moses is, he's the station manager here at 1077 The Bronx. And um, I don't know if you want to go into a little bit more of, of your background, but uh, you're a very dedicated dad and you always come up with creative things. And uh, I'm still grateful for the the cheesesteak tour we took of Philly because I don't really know Philly and that's your neck of the woods. And uh you know, that was really exciting. And even some of the historical places that we went mm -hmm. to, I thought that was really cool, mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, you have to be adaptable. I mean, I've been in the media um, my entire life. So if you don't adapt to the media, then you don't succeed. So, um, and again, a lot of times it, it gets done uh, for us kicking and screaming, but, um, <laughs> but we have to, we have to change with to adapt to the time. So, I, I mean, I've been in, in media, you know, and really mostly in radio, although I've done TV, I've, I've um, done um, uh, marketing, uh, writing, all like that, but I've mostly been in the radio industry the bulk of my career. And um, I've been lucky enough to really work in this area uh, for, mo for all of it, really. Um, I started a little AM station in Levittown, Bucks County, moved to PST and was there for, you know, almost 15 years. Um, and then came to Ryder and began running the um, student radio station here in 2008. And so I've been here 12 years now and wow. um, we've made a nice, a nice little home for ourselves and carved a nice little niche out. Um, for ourselves as a, um, you know, a well-known, well-recognized radio station um, in the in the region, but also now in the country. And, um, you know, it's, it's been fun um, trying to mold students into future, you know, just future business people. I, you know, people always say to me, and one thing that always irritates me is they'll always say to me, well, he's the radio guy, right? But I'm not a radio guy. No, you're not. I'm a, I'm a businessman is what yeah. I am. Yeah. I just happen to work in radio. And, um, it, you know, so this way they, so we've always developed that philosophy that yes, they're in radio, but everything we do at the radio station can help them whether they want to be a uh, supervisor in HR department, if they want to be a marketer, if they want to be an event planner, if they want to be even a scientist. We have students from all different backgrounds that come here um, to be a part of the radio station because they know they're going to learn something that's going to benefit them in their careers going forward. And it doesn't mean it's programming music or having a show or producing a show. It's just about the experience of, of running the business of a radio station so that yeah. they learn business from that. Well, the topic this year is what's your superpower and how do you market that? And we were talking about it before the show. And I don't know if you want to say what your superpower is or if you want me to say it. But... Well, I mean, you guys certainly had an idea. And, um, and as I go through everything in life, I'm like totally ill-prepared, um, but I wing it. And, um, so I have two now because I, I, I have the one that you guys gave me, which I thought was, um, was very good. Um, and then I have the one I just said, right? Adaptability. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're not able to adapt in life and assimilate into your environment, then you're not going to succeed. So I would say my adaptability and then the other one is the one that you and Anthony were talking about it. And if, I hope I, I didn't, I didn't get this in, I'm not getting this incorrect to how you guys said it, but um, it's my ability to inspire people to do better, to, yeah. to drive themselves, to um, not just become who they want to be, but who they are and, and not kind of rest on their laurels and not kind of go through life um, in this like, um, zombie-like status, but to really push themselves and drive themselves to be yeah. better because I believe 
that everybody that works for me as a student no, but even the doesn't hosts, know what I think... the potential is, and I try to tap into it and then try to get them to understand it and then excel at it. Yeah, you always push people to do better, and it's yeah. like you know, and it's, Some it's even like the hosts, insanity. huh? Some would say I push them to insanity. <laughs> no, I don't think you do that. I think that you, I think that you, um, you know, you really expect people to do better and be better. And, and even as a host of the show, you know, you're always trying to, uh, you know, just inspire people. Well, you could do this a little bit better. You can do this. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not like, like a, it's, it's like inspiration and it's just, you can do better. And there's like, look at more possibilities and open yourself up and, you know, there's more, there's always like more well, to life. You know, there's always more, you know, which is, well, I think is awesome. You know? I think I think a lot of people, and I think we live in a society um, that is spoiled, and I think a lot of times we just settle, and uh, because either we expect it or it's going, we we, or um, also we live in a society that at least this generation has a very low self-esteem and confidence levels, and mm. um, I know that there are, I can think of students that I could give you the names right now that don't believe in themselves, don't think they're, they're good enough, despite the fact that I even tell them that they're really talented, they're really creative or whatever. And I have to continually um, work to um, build them by inspiring them to unlock that potential so they can be successful in life. And, and I think one thing this whole COVID-19 has taught us is, that we need to really learn to expect the unexpected. And we need to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, you know, Who would ever think that this, yeah. like the whole world would yeah. be in lockdown? Like yeah, I, yeah. And, and, but I think it's made us realize that we're too busy in life sometimes, yeah. that we just run from place to place. And, um, and so I, I always believe even in the bad comes the good. And yeah. um, so even when you make mistakes, the radio station, and you know, it's gonna aggravate me to no end, right? Something's good, gonna come out of it. It means that when they get in the real world, they're not going to make that mistake again. So then they'll excel. And then when they excel, they'll catch the eye of a supervisor and the supervisor will promote them and then they will move up. And you know, it's, it's kind of all kind of goes together like that. But I think this experience, the COVID-19, is teaching them a lot. I mean, it's taught my students at the radio station a ton. We, when, when all this started to transpire, we changed, we updated all of our messaging. We have all these COVID-19 sweeps and PSAs on the air. We changed all of our uh, sponsor messaging for the ones that were still on the, that were still open to reflect their, their new normal. Um, mm -hmm. We changed all their digital artwork on our media players and our apps. So they really learn how to respond in a crisis and what you need to do and also business resiliency you know yep. that whole thing about business resiliency mm -hmm. like they're getting hands-on experience on yep. okay so what do we do now yep. and you know like you and i talked about it early on like even as far as doing these zoom calls and doing you know interviews via zoom uh for all the shows it's kind of like yeah we need a little bit of downtime to figure out our strategy so what are we doing now like, what can we do now to move forward? And it's all about moving forward, you know? And, and this, is, this is unprecedented, the, the experience that they're getting um, to be able to do that in, you know, in the real world. Yeah. And I have to say, too, like, 
Um, we, you know, last year I interv interviewed Stu Kovacs, who's over, I'm, I think I'm allowed to say he's at CBS, uh, sports radio and, uh, and Jake, the producer, he was on Z100 and like, they were both saying like how much they have, like, they're very grateful to you. And even, uh, we interviewed, uh, Heather Donnelly last year and she was Heather, the weather girl on Q1043. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of, it was before you had, you know, joined Ryder and she was saying she wished that there was this kind of program and she wished that there was this hands-on experience at the radio station and even in the TV because she was like in the TV area mm -hmm. and and she's like I wish we had that kind of experience because like one of the things that was pretty neat with Jake and Stu is you know they did talk about that like how you're saying how they it was just common for them like this is what you do you know because mm -hmm. they're hands-on they're like living it live and you know, like other people would become frazzled, but they were, they're able to keep their cool. And it's just like a non-event. Like, this is what you do. Like, they're looking around like, this is what you do. Like, what are you not doing? <laughs> like, why are you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, and you, I mean, also yeah, give, I... you know, people the opportunity to, to, to make mistakes, you know, and to learn from it, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. The only thing I ever get mad from that is I don't care if they make a mistake. It's A, if they make repeated mistakes you make the same thing there's something wrong there right you shouldn't be making the same mistake over and over and yeah. over again or if right there's consequences to your actions so one great thing about the Bronx is we have a lot of sponsors and the sponsors have demands right so whether it's you as a host of this show whether it's one of our restaurants whether it's you know somebody else and if you don't right then you have to you have to fix it right it's not like a, a class in a project in class or um something you volunteer to do oh, if i don't do it i don't do it i don't get it done it's no big deal if you don't get it done here it's the same kind of consequences you would experience in the real world so yeah. it gives them a chance here to stumble and fall without you know having the severe consequences of being suspended or fired although we, we have fire people <laughs> but, yeah. but yes yes folks you can fire students um, but, but you try not to do that, right? You try, I mean, those are, those are obviously very bad extreme situations, but you know, but then they, they're able to, when they go out in the real world, they don't make those mistakes again. And, no. <laughs> and that puts them in a better spot to succeed professionally and grow. And, um, so our, our, our groups are always hitting the ground running. Like they're always yeah. hitting the ground running of, of what we're able to learn um, you know, at the Bronx or whatever. And they're going to get to learn that in a new facility in just about six weeks. Wow. That's exciting too. And well, I guess we need to take a little break. So we'll talk about that in the next uh, segment, but uh, you are listening to your career is calling. This is Wanda Ellett and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, John Moses. And we are in Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And uh, John is sharing of his superpower, his adaptability, and also his uh, ability to inspire others to greatness. And we'll be right back after a short break. Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander 4444? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellett. Now let's go on the other line with Your Career is Calling. And we're back. This is Wanda 
Ellett in the Clarny Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And today, I am here with the man, the myth, the legend, John Moses, the station manager here at uh, 1077 The Bronx. And uh, he's been sharing about his seg- his uh, superpower, not his segment, but his superpower um, of being adaptable and also uh inspiring others to do and be great and actually to go beyond great and to be better versions of themselves. And um, in the first segment, we talked a little bit about, you know, some of the response of this, you know, and the great experience that um, the students have been able to experience hands-on with business resiliency and some of the things in response to COVID and some of the transition. So, um, John, do you want to talk a little bit more about what's, what else has been happening behind the scenes at Ryder? Well, I mean, I mean, at, at the rate, I mean, I can speak about the radio station. I mean, you know, once we knew that we were going to go to distance learning and remote working, um, you know, we had to um, come up with a plan to be able to keep the students engaged and keep the radio station fresh. Um, yeah. Because certainly, right, we have a commitment, you know, we, we serve at the behest of the people. Every radio station serves and TV station serves the behest of the people. That's why you have the FCC. So we have to remain on the air. And it's so funny when I would call the sponsors up or email them, they're like, what do you guys mean you're on the air? You're closed. Well, first of all, Ryder's not closed. It is, it is not closed. I, every, everybody thinks every university is closed. It's not closed. We are open. It's just now with you know distance learning and remote working. I mean, there are certainly people on staff that are at, Rider, I mean, public safety is there, right? Um, yeah. Facilities, there's still, there's still construction projects going on. Some people do come in the office that need to come in the office or whatever, but, but obviously all those social distancing practices are, are being up, upheld there as well too. So when, once we knew this, um, the first thing we did was I bought uh, about four or five students microphones um, that do a lot of our production work and we ship them directly to their house. So, and then the station we could access remotely through a program called Team Viewer. So we are able to um, be able to produce and record and upload and put all the things that we need to, all the components we need to on the air. New songs, new segments, um, new uh, promos, PSAs, underwriting announcements, all that stuff like that. So all those and, promos, those were recorded at, at individual homes? Yep. So Wow, so, that's pretty cool. Yep. So, I mean, right, it's, it might not be the exact room acoustics that you want, but at the end of the day, we're in a unique situation, right? We were, we were doing this stuff from home, right? This little 20-watt college radio station, well before Good Morning America, well before Jimmy Kimmel, well before all, that, all those others that were, that were doing it and doing it now. We yeah. had the presence of mind to, uh, my job is to engage students. My job isn't just to be a GM of a student radio station. It is to engage. It is to recruit. It is to retain um, student, students to Rider University. So we engage them and now we're trying retaining them. And now we're trying to recruit them through this a learning opportunity we've been able to give them. So, and also we have all these big programs we do. We're responsible on campus for the largest events on campus. Two of them, screen Yeah, screen. you've done some crazy events. And it was interesting too. I have to say, um, and it was funny because I went with you guys 
uh, when we won, uh, what was it for best college radio oh, station college in New Jersey? Yep. So mm-hmm. that was a good event. And, but it was interesting. If you want to talk about the, like, I thought, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. And I thought it was funny that they, you know, they start giving away a car too at yeah. the New Jersey broadcast. Yeah. So we're, so, so we had to, we had to stop all those events because they were public gatherings and had to come up uh, with new ones. And we had to come up with new ones. So we yeah. came up with two. We came up with Quarantunes, which is our um, 107 on the Bronx social distancing concert um, that we do live on our Instagram page. We have one tonight with Devin Warkheiser from uh, Neds Declassified on Nickelodeon, former star of that, and now uh, actor and singer, songwriter. We had Sam Jones last week. We have Nashville star um, Julia Cole next week. So we have these concerts that students can log on Instagram on our account at 1077 The Bronx and watch these shows for an hour and interact with the artists. And then we created um, 1077 The Bronx Connects, which was an opportunity for um, people uh, in the Ryder community to reach out to um, and, and do like the old song requests and dedications. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we recorded them and put them on the air. And that's, that's worked fun. out very well as well too. And, and so it's been really, really, um, again, so we've had to, we had to stop major programs that we do. Yeah. Like the eggs and egg hunt. We did 2,000. Yeah, the egg hunt, egg that's hunt. huge. That's been, I don't know if you it. want to tell like for people like that haven't, like they don't know anything about it. And they be maybe new to it, you know. Yeah. Tell them a little bit more about that. Well, because that's a we, major ordeal. Yeah, we we basically take over the campus mall and we put ten thousand eggs on the campus mall <laughs> lawn, and students in thirty seconds swipe them all up. Um, and inside are about thirty thousand dollars worth of prizes and candy. So there's a thousand dollar Visa gift card. There's Amazon Echoes. There are uh, fifty inch HD TVs. There's all kinds of stuff for them to win. Plus we have food truck row, we have a petting zoo, we have carnival games. So it's a huge event and everybody looks forward to it. And all of a sudden we had to say, we can't do it. Now we had to think of something else. And the students had to create the digital artwork for it, the promos, the imaging. And and we did all of this stuff in basically three weeks. And and again, and they rose to the, the, the challenge and they rose to the occasion and um, I think they were all very thankful. They had not only something to do, but something worthwhile to do. So yeah. they've really, 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 um, you know, done it, have done a great job. And they've learned that it's not the end of the, it, just because COVID-19 is happening doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You just have to rethink how you operate in your world. And I think we've g- given them the best learning experience in the world and, when we're up for station of the year next year and we can use this material, um, we're going to use it. And we're going to say to people um, that we feel we've given the best learning experience in the country on how to prepare our students for when they go to Topeka, Kansas or work in Nashville or work in Alabama and they have a tornado or hurricane that comes um, that they know how to respond in a crisis for their for their audience. So right. I think we've done a very and that's good job audience that. or business because there's Correct. many people I can tell you because I did um, when I worked on Wall Street I did a contract for business resiliency business redundancy and it was for um, you know it, some of it was in response it was proactive response 
for um, uh, after 9-11. Um, and some of it was, um, you know, actually because they had had issues in um, with blackouts and stuff like rolling brownouts and things like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, even in the Midwest. And it was interesting because how many professionals here, seasoned professionals, they didn't even have a clue like where to start. And it was interesting too, because how we memorialized the contract with for you know with the with this business that was providing the service they didn't even have an, a, a document that articulated what they were doing mm -hmm. and how they were doing it and you know and i think it would be good to you know as in in response to everything um you know i i, I don't know if you're doing it but to do it in your in you know in your bible you know your uh, your instructions on what to do yeah like yeah, lessons I mean, learned. yeah i mean and, and the other thing we did too is we stopped we have not invoiced a client in April. And wow. we also we also bonused all of them um, through June 14th. And it'd be kind of funny if, if that was just the date I picked out of the air. Kind of funny if like life started going That's back to normal. That's the day. Around June 14th. Yeah, I know. And because um, uh, it, it's looking more and more like that end of May, right? Early June is when yeah. whatever our new normal is, we'll go, we'll start going to. And, um, and, and uh, we bonused them 10 spots a week. So and we have a we have we have a web page for all of our restaurants because a lot of our businesses restaurants we have a, a link to every restaurant that is serving takeout delivery or curbside pickup. That's just, that's wow, mm -hmm. and that's big support, you know, mm -hmm. like especially during this time, like because this is really where the rubber hits the road, where it's just you know the community needs to step up, you know, for people that they they've had. You know, the, these restaurants have sponsored softball teams and sports teams and, you know, bought the candy and allowed the kids to sell in front of the store, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's really where now is the time to come back and, and rally around the small businesses because yep. otherwise they may not be there, you know, well, and, and, they and us it's coming together. They've supported us for all these years and it's our turn to support them. So, um, and I think they're pretty grateful about it too. Um, oh, definitely. You know, so I think it's, it's all good. That is really, really awesome. And then um, I think we have to, I, I got a little cue from Anthony that we have to take a little break again. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett. You're listening to Your Career is Calling. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett with the man, the myth, the legend, John Moses. He's the station manager at uh, Ryder University at the Bronx. And we are in the uh, Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And John is sharing his superpowers of... Um, you know, being able to inspire others and also his adaptability. And we'll be right back after a short break. Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander 4444? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellett. Now let's go on the other line with your career's calling. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And today I'm here with the man, the man, the legend, uh, John Moses, and he is a station manager and uh, also a professor at Ryder University. And uh, he has been sharing some great insight into his superpowers of adaptability and also inspiration to others to uh, drive to excellence. But before we continue our conversation, we're going to hear from our producer, Anthony Calasano, with his segment, 
finding your future. Adulting, going to work, choosing a career. Sounds difficult, right? Well, not anymore. Your Career is Calling presents Finding Your Future. Our producer will clear up career confusion each week and shine a light on available job listings, including how to apply and get in contact with featured employers. Get the latest tips on how you can better your career path with Finding Your Future. Underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. Now, here's our producer with this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Sharp Electronics is looking for an outside B2B sales rep for their Sharp Business Systems division. This position works closely with the branch sales manager to expand business and establish new customers while interacting with existing customers to increase sales of any organization's products and or services around the nation. Responsibilities are, but are not limited to, proactively create and execute B2B sales and marketing campaigns to grow revenue within assigned territory, provide solutions and services by calling on and maintaining relationships with established and prospective commercial and government accounts within assigned territories, partnered with sales specialists and service technicians to achieve client top satisfaction, network with the local tech community, act as the focal point for existing accounts within assigned territory, and perform QBRs to keep clients informed on available managed services. Requirements for the job are a year experience in sales, a degree in business administration or any related field, excellent writing and oral communication skills, and a valid drive license. Should you be interested in this job, visit sharp-sbs.com or Rider University's Handshake website to find more information about this job and other jobs as well. This has been Anthony Colasano with this week's edition of Finding Your Future. That's a wrap for this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Our producer will be back next week with more available job listings and tips for your career. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. See you next Sunday for Finding Your Future exclusively on Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Excellent job, Anthony. Excellent job, as always. And um, so, John, are you still with me? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> hey. So, um, you know, we've talked about so much about some of the things you've done. And, you know, like we've, we've only touched, scratched the surface because you've run so many different programs and things um, at, at Rider and interesting concepts and, you know, driven uh, just so much creativity at Rider. Now, with your superpowers, would you say you feel that is that something you really just learned or you were just like what are your thoughts on that like did you did you like hone that skill or both of those skills or was it something that you just that's just you well i think um i think adaptability you learn over time i mean i would never say that i've focused on either of those skills like i'm going to be more adaptable or I'm gonna be more inspiring. Like, um, but I do feel that adaptability, um, you, know, when, you know, when life you know, throws you lemons, right? You turn to lemonade. And yeah. I've had to be very resilient a lot in my life, it, professionally and personally. And yeah. I think that has built my adaptability um, to the point it is today. And being able to, um, adapt to almost any situation and then to assimilate into it. Um, as far as inspiration goes, I think you are either born with it 
or you are not. I, I don't believe I can teach anybody to be inspiring or be a, even a leader. There are students I have at the radio station that are, I can generally say with um, much certainty, they will be leaders. There are others that I will tell you that they will never be a leader, never yeah. in a million years. But they're okay with that. They're okay with being the cog in the wheel or, or you know, somebody important, but maybe not the person that's going to drive the company or drive the department or, or um, come with the ideas. I mean, uh, you know, it, in radio, there, they, we talk a lot about, uh, you talk a lot about, um, when you talk about talent, you talk a lot about reactors and generators. Um, leaders generally are generators. They are people that aren't afraid of the blank page. Like if you say to them, um, come up with an idea in a half an hour and give it to me, they can do that. A reactor can't do that. They are afraid of the blank page. But, but if you give them an idea, they'll execute it well and they might even tweak it. Um, so I think leaders are generators. And when I worked on air and radio and worked as a creative director for many years, I was a generator. So I think it just, I just moved into that realm here. And I, and you know, every student's different. You manage them differently. Um, and you know, which ones are going to be the ones that you're going to be able to take under your wing, guide them and mold them to be the future leaders. And I, and I just think that, I think you're either born with it or you're not. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, you can do all the self-help books in the world. I think you, you are, or you aren't a lot of things in life. Um, sometimes you can force it and be pretty, be good at it. But I think the great ones are the ones that are just, they're just born with it. They're born. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that it can be learned. It depends. Cause I think, and I always believe this and, and I feel, and I actually just have to say, my superpower is uh, I believe anything is possible. And, um, and I think if you want it, you can go for it and you can just do it and achieve it. Um, and I think sometimes if you're not in the right environment, um, it can, uh, that can thwart, you're just not doing the right thing. Like you're just not where you're supposed to be. I think that that can thwart. I think you can learn some leadership, but I believe that there is an element, like I agree with you that you're either born with it or not, but I think you can always hone that skill. Cause I think that there's like, even in corporate America, it's interesting. Uh, because sometimes they promote you to a point where you're not like you're just not effective and you're not, mm -hmm. they don't match you. I don't think corporate mm -hmm. America really does a great mm -hmm. job in career management and, mm -hmm. um, and helping people like to help drive their careers to where they're using their superpowers. And, um, you know, sometimes somebody may be very good, like, especially like in a technology arena, they may be genius, like a genius architect, you know, but they, they suck at talking to people, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and or they could be self-centered or, you know, it's all about them and their mind, you know what I mean? They're very creative and thoughtful, but when it comes to interfacing with others, and managing effectively managing others but they could be promoted into that because they're so you know what i mean they're well, doing well and they want to reward them you know well, and, and i think one of the things that's made me successful with students is 
I also believe when you're a leader, you just don't lead and walk away. Like you, you help. Um, and what I mean by that is, right, you lead by example. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't, we don't, when we put the egg hunt together or scream screen or the car contest or top chef or whatever event we're doing, I'm there. Like I'm there yeah. because I believe the, right. If you're the leader, right. The general doesn't run from the battle. The general is in the battle. And, right. um, and I think when you lead by example, that also inspires them. Because... Right. And I think, I think that's, that's very true, but mm -hmm. not, and I think that's another thing that makes you a successful leader and, and an inspiration because you are willing to like really be, you know, you're right there in the, in the fire with mm -hmm. everybody, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and not everybody's willing to do that. Yep. They'll respect you, know? you more. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. tell my and, students on my promotions yeah. team, I'll say, you don't have to be at every event. Um, you don't have to work every event, but you need to be at every event. Even if you just come by and say, hey, how's it going? I want to make sure you guys are okay. That's inspiring to people because they think that you, they, not that they think, they know that you care about them. Well, I could say at every, every uh, career, uh, you know, career fair, you're, you mm -hmm. always, and that's one of the things like, you know, I, I notice these things, you know, and it's even like with the Secret Mentor Society, it's that call to action to be your best self because you don't know who's watching. And it could be for like good or bad, you know, to learn what to do and what not to do. And that's one of the things I know that you always like, and, and, you know, my show is an inopportune time of Sunday mornings. <laughs> it's not always the, you know, the best time to connect, but you know, if any time, and I have to applaud you for that. And, and, you know, I, I, I revere you for that, you know, good or bad, you're there, you know, and, and even through like all these years, if we've had any miscommunication, you take the time to listen and, mm -hmm. and say, all right, cooler heads prevail. Let's get into it. You know, mm -hmm. where are you coming from? What's happening? And if you're doing that with me, I know you do that with others as well. And I've heard that feedback as well, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I just, I, I applaud you. I revere you. And that's why I call you the man, the myth, the legend. And it's <laughs> like, you know, I really appreciate all you, you do. And, and you take the time to listen. You really, and um, it, it's, it's sometimes I gotta let you go and think about it, but you come back, you know? And, and I appreciate that more than you could even imagine. Yep, so yeah, you always, you. you have to come back. I mean, even if you make a decision in the, in the moment and you're like mm -hmm. either no or yes, it could be either or. Yeah. Sometimes it takes that 12 hours later, 10 hours later, you're like, you know what? I think I have to change that yes to a no now. Or right. yeah. if you change that no to a yes. And it's not second guessing yourself. It's here's why. Here, you know, here's, here's why we've gotta we've gotta we've gotta figure this out or figure it differently or do it or not do it. Like it, it's it's it, it's okay to do that. I always think that that good leaders should question things and good leaders should be adaptable to change their mind if they need to. Because if you don't, then that's, I think, when you get hurt, you can suffer from it. That's true. And everybody suffers. So I thank you. And, and Anthony's oh, giving well. me the signal. We got to go to break. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett. And we are in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And John has been very gracious to share so many different insights into his superpower 
and, and even the benefits of those superpowers of um, being adaptable and also inspiring others as a great leader. And we'll be right back after a short break. Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander 4444? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellett. Now let's go on the other line with your career's calling. And we're back. John, I can't believe it's the end of the show. And even after all these years, it's been more than seven years. I still can't get over how fast everything goes. It really, yeah. really, and especially with you today, it like talking to you always goes by in a second. <laughs> so do you have any, any last bits of wisdom on how people can, you know, cultivate those, the, your superpowers in themselves? Uh, yeah, I do. And it's two words. Um, hard work. Mm. Um, I think the harder you work, and I'm not saying hard work where you work like 24 hours a day and, and you, you know, you ignore your family life or personal life, whatever. I'm just talking about when you're, when you're working on a job, whether it's a project, whether it is a, um, you're working in a retail outlet, you're working at Starbucks, you're working for Apple, you're working for, um, uh, a radio station, a TV station. I think hard work um, gets you noticed. I think yeah. hard work um, puts you in more situations and gives you more experience because you end up getting more opportunities. And the more opportunities you can get, then the better that you can become at learning leadership skills, at uh, learning to be adaptable, and you know all the things that we talked about today. I mean, I always tell the students, I can teach a lot of things, but I can't teach work ethic. You yeah. definitely either have that or don't. And if you have it, use it. If that's your superpower, use it. Um, because I think that's what ends up leading to great things. Because I've worked in an industry most of my life where you could be, there could be two people up for the job and one is way more creative than the other, right? We're talking about creative field and they're more creative, but the other one works harder. They feel they can teach the creativity, but they can't teach the hard work. So, yeah, so um, I've always then because of that bit of that mindset and I just think, and I think it, goes, it gets noticed at Ryder, the hard work that the students and I put in, I think it's gotten noticed other places I've worked. And I think it's, it's given me the ability to then be able to do what I want because I build some trust based on that hard work as well too. You build trust on that, you know, um, because people like hard workers. They like people that, that, um, well, it depends. I can't say that's the truth in wall street. Uh, you know, <laughs> they, I don't, they don't know. Like hard workers. <laughs> they like hard work, but it's just, I guess, uh, it, it, it doesn't, that doesn't always, like get you what you need, mm -hmm. you know, but it is true. The harder you work, the luckier you get. So yeah, even true. though it may not be serving you, you know, it's a different animal there. And mm -hmm. um, while it serves in most industries and most places there, it's, you know, it's, it's, but it's a different mentality. It's a very cutthroat. It's very, um, you know, very mm -hmm. competitive, mm -hmm. but there again, like working hard doesn't necessarily mean like, like a million hours. It's working smart. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, figuring out like navigating whatever waters you're in. And, uh, and I think that's part of the hard work, you know, exactly. being able to do that. 
So is there anything like, you know, how you want to talk a little bit about the new station, like what, what things we can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, the new station is going to be awesome. It was supposed to be started, uh, the install was supposed to have started this week, but because of COVID-19, the construction project is still going on, but for social distancing purposes, it slowed down a little bit. Um, so we are going to be moving in on um, or installing the radio station on May 22nd now, and we should be ready to go on the air sometime between June 5th and June 8th. We'll flip the switch. Wow. And go to our new home. Um, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be um, an IP-based um, system. So everything will be through a network and um, a new automation system. Um, new every, Everything's new. There, there, there is nothing in the facilities that aren't new. And everything's built the same. Um, so the students, when they, right now, the students work in one room, they have to learn how to work in a different room and then work in a different room. Now they'll all be built the same. All they're, re, they're what's called redundant studios. So if the on-air studio goes down, you can then use the production room one to broadcast from. If production room one goes down, you can use production room two to broadcast from. We're going to create, oh, wow. two, we're going to create two radio stations. Um, one that one's going to be 1077 FM. And then our dream of, our second stream becoming a completely second radio station will be happening as well too. And wow. that will be taking place. So we're going to have two stations on the air or two stations, one on air, one online, and then um, and two separate. So students will get more opportunities to learn. Um, all the studios could also be on air or production. So if we're on the automation system, um, like in the summer when we're on automation a little bit more, we can use the on-air studio also as production. So there's more, more space. We'll have, um, we have TVs in every room, 50 inch HD TVs. So we can. So I could even like theoretically, mm -hmm. if you guys, I don't, there's multiple rooms. So then it'll be easier to schedule. Like if I wanted to do yep. a pre-record yep. while they're doing something, yep. or I don't have yep. to necessarily coordinate with the sports schedule nope. or. Nope. It'll or be a like lot that. easier to schedule. Because wow. while the automation system is going, we can record you at the same time. So wow. it'll, it'll be a lot easier to schedule. Plus, you'll be able to have your guests on Zoom, on Skype. You'll be able to see them on the big screen TV. And the big screen TV will be, it's gonna be so it's going to be integrated into the, in the studio console. And also, we did that for news. So when something like COVID-19 happens, we can actually record it and play it back on the air. Wow. So we can do Facebook Live and those kinds of things, yep. too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, John. So, um, so well, no, we can't do Facebook Live. No, we can't. Do, well, you can always do that on your phone, but, um, but no, it's. I mean, it's really they're really gonna be nice um, contemporary studios for the students to learn in, and so they're gonna be fantastic. I mean, there's so many more things about them, but they're they're gonna be nice. And they're all glass studios, so people can see in and watch the students working on tours or guests can see what it's going to be like so it's gonna be really 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 cool yeah because i think that some of that is missed out like on the student tours mm -hmm. when uh the students are coming in like for student tours oh yeah they'll know? be able to walk by and actually watch them broadcasting on the air, which they can't do now. yeah you miss out because like right now the way it's set up people can only see like the little lobby mm -hmm. area mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know Yep, you don't yeah, really get to see a broadcast. Now, now you'll be able to see the broadcast. And if you come in, you'll be able to see the, 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 each studio, one complete wall on each studio is all glass. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. 
yeah, it's very exciting. Very so exciting. that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, so um, how can people get in touch with you? Um, they could email me um, at uh, jmoses, M-O-Z-E-S, at rider.edu. All right. And um, is there anything else, like, you know, that, that you have to promote? Well, you promoted a lot. <laughs> Yeah, just well, I guess stay tuned I, to the quarantunes and things yeah, like that. We'll, and the we'll have another quarantunes uh, this Thursday coming up with Julia Cole on April twenty third. Um, she's a uh, Nashville up and coming uh, rising Nashville star, country star. So um, that'll be good. We think uh, students will like that. We we have this um, hidden underground country uh, student population there, so I think they'll be really interested in that. So it'll be pretty cool. That's cool. Yep. So I want to thank you for taking the time with me oh, today. You, you asked me a question. Huh? You asked me what superhero I am. Oh, what superhero? Because uh, I, I usually don't ask. I just put it on the on the Instagram and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, oh, well, then I'm going to tell you so you can put it on Instagram. I am okay. Ant-Man. I like you. <laughs> but thank you very much for everything today and for all you do and, you know, for getting everything up and running and, you know, responding as you have and, and just for everything. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being on the show. It's been a long time since I've been a bit on. Um, so this is great. And I'm glad our adaptability has made it so shows like Your Career's Calling and Your Pet Matters and Master Your Finances and, and all those and Health Forum One can be on the air and um, helping our listeners get new content on a weekly basis. Well, thank you very much. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over uh, seven years worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 The Bronx free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2. And we'd love to hear from you during the week. And you can check out our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting. I also have a media page, wandaellet.com. And you can check out my website, g45consulting.com, or you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. If you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the May class. So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And uh, you can connect to me on LinkedIn uh, or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. Uh, I would I, like to thank uh, our producer, Anthony Calasano, for another fantastic job. As always, John Moses, our manager, our, the Bronx general manager, and special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. And we cannot do this hour without their support. Uh, we know how difficult, and lastly, uh, you know, we would like to thank you, our listeners, for listening in each week. We know how difficult it is to manage your career, and we really appreciate you listening in. And remember, own your career, keep networking alive, and I'm going to be here next week with another, actually, two Dynamite guests. So I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. When our show comes to a close, a door of opportunity opens. Thank you for listening to Your Career's Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Join Wanda and her who's who of guests and career consultants next Sunday at 8 a.m. for even more advice on controlling your career path. To check out our past episodes, go to 1077thebronc.com and Apple iTunes to download and listen to our past shows. Simply search Your Career's Calling. Your Career's Calling is underwritten by G45 
Hancock Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. We hope you answer our call next Sunday at 8 a.m. for our next edition of Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 thebronkcom